You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this short perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it'll hit strong. We're keeping it all the way short. We're talking about the good old days. So, you know, I share a lot of information on our podcast. If you've been following us for the past two plus going into our third season, then you're pretty aware that we share a lot of information here. It comes from varying sources. Uh, it's changed over the years for all of us in some really good ways and some very negative ways. Growing up in the heart of the concrete jungle, known as New York City, Brooklyn, baby. I was surrounded by world book encyclopedias, dictionaries, thesauruses, references, Time Magazine, National Geographic, Wild Kingdom. I even read some of my mom's medical tech books. I was considered a bookworm. I never exactly knew what that was. The closest I came to a bookworm was seeing a little cartoon picture of a worm reading a book with the glasses on it at the local public library. Now, I don't know if I meet the qualifications to be a bookworm. The point is that I love to read a lot. I learned so much from books. I learned about the world before I was allowed to venture into it. I learned about a world that even as an adult, I haven't seen with my own eyes yet. I've read and read and read. Pardon me if this sounds like the good old days, but I struggle to find lovers of literary work who aren't reading smut and fantasy. For me, they're really hard to find. What happened to the days when people would read books about people who were inspirational, that did great things and broke through barriers and accomplished something that changed our lives forever or changed our viewpoint on things forever? I know we're in the information age, but I challenge the idea that it means we didn't have information before. Of course we did. I'm a product of that. I grew up on PBS, man. I had plenty of information. I believe it means that we have an overload of information now. Perhaps more information, more options than we need or want. You can thank the internet partly for that. My question to you today is, having more options good? If you have a dilemma and you have 24 options, is that easier or harder to come to a conclusion? How about if you had 12 options? Is that easier or harder to make a decision? How about 10? Eight? Five? We all want to have options. That's just where we are in life as human beings. I want options too. I live my life with the idea that I want to have options. For my family, for myself, for my business, for my ministry, I want to have options. But at the same time, I can't have too many options because it would just create confusion. It would almost, in a way, muddy the waters. I don't know if there's something uh, psychological about that, but the more options you have, the more paralyzed you can be in making a decision. Any of my friends I did that have uh, psychology majors or that deal with that kind of stuff, hit us up on our social media platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because I'm pretty sure that's right. The more options you have, the more prone you are to not make a decision, to stay neutral because you have too many options and you just can't decide. These days, people are cutting off cable, turning off the 24-hour news cycles, and more aptly put, going off the grid just so they can go back to, to the kind of lifestyle I was telling you about a little while ago, where they can read, 
learn, think competently, meditate, evaluate things. It sounds like it's ancient now, but how how do we get there? Where the internet became our friend and our babysitter at the same time. When did that happen? If somebody wants to know about a new restaurant, they go to a red and white website and look at what somebody else says about their experience. That's really happening. You haven't been to the doors or sat at the table or spoke to a waiter or waitress or looked at the menu. But now you won't go to visit the restaurant because you read about somebody else's bad experience. I mean, think about that for a minute. There's a passage in scripture that I love to share. It's in Matthew, I believe it's in chapter 7, where it says that the path to destruction is broad. Everybody follows it. But the path to life is narrow. Very few even find out where it is. If you really want that new app or buy shoes from a popular store or get a gift for somebody, it has become all too easy to look on our phones or computers rather than going to the store or to the restaurant. I mean, it's crazy. Please don't judge me harshly on this. I know it's convenient. It's easy for you. But so much of it to me feels wrong. This is just my commentary, just my thoughts. Don't judge me. I know we can easily forget this, but there's something to be said about walking through a store and touching the fabric, trying on the shoes, seeing how they feel with your toes in them, how they feel when you walk around, trying on the hat, taking a few steps in those pair of shoes. Trying on that blouse or that dress or that pair of dress pants. You can learn a lot from actually walking up to that restaurant that you can't get from an app. You can see the greeter. You can see their smile. You can hear their tone of voice. See their body language. You can sense the authenticity or the fakeness. You can smell the aromas from the kitchen. Perhaps they remind you of your childhood, what your grandmother used to make in her kitchen. You can hear the music. Maybe it soothes. Maybe the ambiance draws you in. You can hear the chatter of the people and the clanging of the silverware on the fine dishware. You can hear the laughter coming from out of the restaurant. You can't replace that with an app. I'm not saying technology and innovation is not good. Anybody that knows me knows I'm all about that. I'm about about it. However, there's a limit. There's a limit to what we trust to those whoever is running the internet, creating apps to developers. We trust too much to other people when it's something we have a responsibility to find out for ourselves. How do you seek information? If somebody offers you a great business opportunity, do you go to Reddit to find out what they said? Or do you talk to the person that is making the introduction to you and ask questions? Look at body language. Look at eye contact. Listen and take notes. Do some actual research that doesn't include a message board. I know this sounds weird, but I mean, Google is not your is not your mentor. But for many people, Google is their mentor. How do you seek information? Do you go to a website with a message board to find out who and what you can trust? Would you rather look somebody in the eyes, view their body language, ask the questions face to face, or are you more comfortable with the opinion of strangers not invested in your future at all? 
when you have somebody who has testimony of a changed life because they went to that restaurant, because they visited that store and tried on those shoes, or that new suit, or that new business opportunity. We trust too much to other people. I'm glad I was, I thank God I was a reader. Cause it taught me to do my own research. It taught me to dig. It taught me to listen. It taught me to learn. Evaluate the experiences of other people. You know, before I begin to make minds based on limited information. We're keeping it all the way short. Those are the good old days. Let's bring them back. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.